Assalamu alaikum dear listeners and welcome to CIC's podcast channel. In this series, Sheikh Akram will explore the profound teachings of Imam Nawawi, one of the most revered Islamic scholars of our time. His collection of 40 hadith encompasses a treasure trove of guidance and timeless wisdom. So get ready to be inspired and motivated. Al-Hadith Rahadi Ashar An Abi Muhammadin Al-Hasan Ibn Ali Ibn Abi Talibin Sibta Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Wa Rayhanatihi Radiyallahu Anhuma قال حفظت من رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم دع ما يريبك إلى ما لا يريبك. إنه تناتى إن إن صحيحان، بس أستيل حديث الصحيح من ترمذي رواه الترمذي والنسائي وقال الترمذي حديث حسن صحيح. So thing is دع ما يريبك إلى ما لا يريبك. Leave whatever is doubtful to you to what is not doubtful. Whenever you have two things in one. You have some doubt, and one you don't have doubt, leave the one which is doubtful, come to one which has no doubt. It makes things so easier. So that's why the people say the way of the war is actually more safe, easier way. Anything that has any doubt, leave that and come to the things which have no doubt. That Umar said, Da'ur Reba war ribata. Umar Khattar said, Da'ur Reba war ribata. Leave the Reba, leave usury, and leave anything that have got any doubt of the Reba. Any suspicion of the riba, leave that as well. Abdullah Masood said, Ma turidu ila ma yaribuka wa hawlaka arba'atu alafin la taribuka. Abdullah Masood said, Why do you want to take something which has some doubt? Where you have got 4,000 things which have no doubt. You know, halal are plenty. Things which are halal and pure, there are plenty. So why you want to go for haram thing for something which has got doubt? So he said, why do you want to go for doubtful things when around you there are 4,000 things which have no doubts? Just use your mind, think properly. And you can see really Allah will create more things for you. Allah is the creator. You know, whenever you have any problem, any difficulty, he creates you for your solution. So when you have solution from, from doubtful ways or haram ways, don't go there. Ask Allah, insist upon him, he will create for you solution from the right way. So Allah Masood said, why do you want to go for you know, far doubtful way when you have got around you 4,000 things which have no doubt. Hisham bin Hassan, one of the great teachers of Hadith of Basra, and many, many Hadiths actually from people like Hassan Basri and Muhammad Sirin, he said, Taraka Muhammadun Sirin arba'ina alfan fima la tarawna bihi al-yawm ba'asan. Muhammad Sirin, rahmahullah ta'ala, he left for 40,000 dirham for those doubts which you don't care anyway nowadays. People don't have any care about those things, but Muhammad Sirin, he got those little doubts, and because of that doubt, he left his own 40,000 dirham. Just imagine how. And, and his student said, those things now people not, don't consider them. But Muhammad Sirin, because of his piety and wara, he left all those dirham, 40,000 dirham. And actually, for of his piety, also he was put once also in the prison. Because he could not pay, you know, all other people. But he did not like to sell anything which has got any doubt. And similarly, you know, the ulama say that whenever, you know, in, in things come in, in family life anywhere, where there's any doubt, always, you know, go for the things which have got no, no doubt. For example, one of the issue very often keep coming in the society is that some people, you know, always complain that, you know, uh, I have wife and my mother does not like my wife or she is asking me to divorce or something like that. What should I do? You know, these things keep coming. And, you know, and sometimes people actually are so quick to listen to their mother and the divorce, they think it is part of Islam. 
So that one should be very, very careful about this matter really. No doubt obedience and you know, loyalty and love of your mother is very, very important. But at the same time hurting anybody and harming anybody unnecessarily and without any reason, that's also not allowed. So one should take the balance properly. Don't do things really which is later going to affect and hurt you. Make a balance properly between your mother and between your wife and rest of the people. You are not allowed to obey and listen to one, one person and, you know, and, uh, while harming the other people. And that's why somebody asked Bishr ibn Haris, uh, Bishr ibn Haris ta'ala, about someone who has got a wife and his mother is asking him to divorce her. The mother is asking go and divorce your wife. So what should he do? So Bishr ibn Haris very nicely. He said if this person has been always obedient to his mother and he does he full loyalty to him and full, full, full loyalty to her and full love with her and he never never disobeyed her except this matter. Every single thing he does properly and never he disobeyed her except this matter, then he should listen to his mother and divorce his wife. But if he does not listen to his mother in anything except in this matter he wants to listen and then after that he is going to beat his own mother, you know, he should not do these things. You know, people should think properly. You know, that people, very often people make excuse that you know, I'm going to, I'm, you know, doing this with my wife because my mother doesn't work. But you know, listen, so think properly. Do you listen to your wife, and to your mother in everything? Do you do everything properly? You don't do everything properly. And now you are coming in this matter to harm your wife and you, you want to pretend that you listen to your, your mother. This is not right. So one should be, Allah SWT knows the heart. So the ulama say, never, never take, you know, doubtful things. Never take, the, you know, things which have full of suspicion. Always your, make your mind properly and do things where you don't harm anybody. So this balance, especially in the family life really, very often this balance is ignored by the people and neglected. Now the hadith number 12, al-hadith al-thani ashar, an abhi hurayatah allahu ta'l'anu qala qala sallallahu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam min husna islami al-mar'i tatkuhu ma la ya'ni. Hadith al-hasanu al-rabahu al-tirmidiyu wa gairu haqadha. As I mentioned earlier, that you know even Imam Nawawi said, that in you know, all these hadiths sahih, it is not right. In his book, according to some people, you know, at least seven hadiths are there which are not sahih. And I will mention a few, of the, few other hadiths also, they have got a little problem. But at least seven hadiths, they are not sahih, they are hasan. And this is one of, of those hadiths. And uh, this hadith, uh, you know, with the, the way it is basically, does not fulfill according to most of the people of the hadith the conditions of the sahih. Let me write it down, you know, can anybody help me how to? Just I write down this you know, problem, so you can copy it. I know actually what the problem in this hadith is. Okay.
you know this hadith it has been recorded in the books of hadith in tirmidhi and ibn majah so you know among the six, six books of the you know school of islam bukhari muslim abu daud tirmidhi nasai and majah these two books they have recorded this hadith tirmidhi and ibn majah and the chain of narration that both books have got for this hadith is from awza'i and imam al-awza'i he narrates this hadith from qurra ibn abdul rahman and qurra ibn abdul rahman narrates the hadith from zuhri imam zuhri imam muhammad muslim shahar zuhri and zuhri narrates from abu salama ibn abdul rahman ibn awf radiyallahu ta'ala he narrates from abu huraira if this isnad is correct then hadith basically is you know sahih it is very one of the important hadith but the problem actually imam tirmidhi said gharib about this he said gharib you know because there are no other channel because zuhri zuhri is one of the people in hadith who has got many many students and among the you know most reliable students of zuhri are people like imam malik sufyan ibn ujayna and shu'ayb ibn abi hamza yunus uqayl the ma'mar these are the you know top students among the students of zuhri none of them have narrated this hadith from zuhri so imam tirmidhi says gharib but imam nawawi rahimullah said this hadith is hasan the reason basically is that he think that people who are there they are reliable except qurra ibn abdul rahman you know some people say he is reliable some people say he is weak to as a whole he think this hadith is hasan not sahih but not so weak it is hasan in middle ibn abdul bar rahimullah also said that this hadith you know from zuhri it with this isnad either with the narration of reliable people so he consider all of them reliable so if it is true then it can be sahih or at least it can be hasan like imam zuhri said so this is what imam tirmidhi or imam abdul bar have written and that what imam nawawi prefers that hadith is hasan but most people of the hadith they say this hadith is not correct with this chain of narration this chain of narration is mistake this al-awza'i and qurrat ibn abdul rahman and zuhri and abi salama ibn abdul rahman abi huraira this chain of narration basically making hadith of zuhri from abu salama from abu huraira this is a mistake this is not correct is not the correct is not to them is the hadith is from zuhri from ali ibn husain and ali ibn husain is the grandson of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam ali ibn husain ibn ali ibn abi talib and he the tabi'i is not sahabi ali ibn husain narrates the hadith directly from the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it means between ali ibn husain and between the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam one link is missing the sahabi is missing and in if any hadith any link is missing the hadith never can be hasan or sahih because for the condition of the hasan and sahih that every link must be there hadith must be connected it must be muttasil so if this one is sahih zuhri and ali ibn husain mursal mursal means a link is missing ali ibn husain narrates the hadith directly from the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam now these are two versions to one version awza'is narration is from qurra ibn abdul rahman from zuhri from abu salama from abu huraira this version has been taken by imam tirmidhi and by ibn majah and some people think this is right most people of the hadith they say no this is not right the correct version is zuhri from ali ibn husain from the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam if they are right then hadith never can be sahih or it never can be hasan because between ali and between the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam one link is missing why the people say like that because they say the people who are reliable student of zuhri those who are reliable those qurra ibn abdul rahman is not so reliable but the people who are top student of zuhri like malik ibn anas yunus ma'mar 
Ibrahim Nasad, these the top students of Zuhri, all of them narrate the hadith from Ali ibn Hussein Mursalam. So this second Isnad, that the Isnad of Malik from Zuhri, Yunus from Zuhri, Malik had mentioned with this Isnad in his Muattah So Malik narrates hadith from Zuhri, from Ali ibn Hussein, from the Prophet وسلم, and link is missing. Same with narration of Yunus, he is also one of the top narrators from Zuhri. Ma'amar also one of the top, top narrators of Zuhri and Ibrahim Nasad. So you can see these are the people who are more reliable than Qurra ibn Abdul Rahman. They make the hadith of hadith of Zuhri from Ali ibn Hussain from the Prophet وسلم, with a missing link. And this is the version which has been preferred by many people of the hadith, like Imam Hanbal, Yahya ibn Ma'in, Imam Bukhari, Ad-Dar Qutni, and these are the famous critics of the hadith. You know, they are the people who basically talk about the hadith. Ahmad Hanbal, Yahya ibn Ma'in, Imam Bukhari, Dar Qutni. All those big imams, this second version is more correct. Yani Az-Zuhri and Ali ibn Hussain from the Prophet Imam Bukhari said in his tariq, in his tariq, he said, La yasihu illa an Ali ibn Hussain mursalan. This hadith is not correct except from Ali ibn Hussain, you know, Mursal. وَقَدْ رُوِيَ عَنْ You know, and, and no doubt really, you know, it has come from the Prophet from other ways, which are all weak. So if the opinion of Hanbal, Yahya al-Mayin, and Bukhari, the Arquus, is correct, and that this hadith is from Zuhri, Ali ibn Hussain, Mursalan, then this hadith is neither Hassan, neither Sahih. It will be da'if. But as I mentioned earlier, according to the, some people of the hadith, actually maybe big number of the people of the hadith, if hadith is disconnected or it is mursal, it, it can be used for the fadail, for the virtues. So for purpose of Imam Nawi, even if we take the second opinion, still this hadith can be used. So the first opinion that hadith is Hassan, that is basically weak opinion. The opinion that we prefer and that is the opinion of Imam Bukhari and Ahmad Hanbal and Dar Qutni and many people like that, the opinion is that this hadith, second version is more correct and it is basically hadith mursal, disconnected, a link is missing. So if we prefer this second opinion, still Imam Nawawi the way to use this hadith for the fadail can be you know, uh, you know, uh, supported uh, by the opinion of a majority, many of number of the people who say that da'if hadith where the weakness is because of the connect, you know, connect, connect, connect ittisal, uh, you know, it can be used for the fadail and the virtues. Is it clear? What's the time for the prayer now? Okay, then. Uh, so, you know, the meaning of the hadith is, you know, beauty of the, uh, you know, Islam of the man is that he leaves what is not his concern. You can see really very often we have so many questions. We ask people, when you go somewhere, we ask so many questions. We want to know everything and thing. And they are not our concern. They are not going to benefit, benefit us in this world or in, in the hereafter. Like somebody came to house of Maruf al-Karhi, and Maruf al-Karhi's house, there was something, some dirt on the roof. So this man said to Maruf al-Karhi, why don't you ask someone to clean your roof? So Maruf al-Karhi said, the ulama have you know, asked people not to do something which is not their concern. Not your concern. My house, you know, it is up to me. You have come here for visiting me. You don't have any concern to whether I'm, you know, it is clean or not. So people should not actually worry about something which is not their concern. So it is really of the important thing. Many, many people actually, you know, in, they always you can see they advise you something 
which they, they are and when people do too much, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn away from these from these people. Amr the Qaisar Mulai said, a man passed by Luqman alayhi salam. Luqman, the wise man, you know, a man passed. And there's people sitting around, around Luqman. So this person said to Luqman alayhi salam, aren't you slave of so and so? Luqman alayhi salam said, yes, I am slave of so and so. This person said, you know, aren't you the person who used to uh, be shepherd of and the people's uh, sheep and, and goats, you know, doing something, you know, some, this low uh, job? Luqman alayhi salam said, yes, I was that person. So then this person said, but why it is that, you know, you are now so important, everybody around you learning from you, you were slave, you are black slave, and you are looking after the, you know, sheep of the people. Now you have reached this, this place, what, what happened? So he said, the reason basically is that I used to always tell the truth, and I used to not concern about people's matter, as you are concerned about my matter. I never did like that. So that actually what is, you know, what made me wise, wise person. So no, no doubt this is very important. Muwarriq Ali Ajli Rahmullah says that there is a matter, there is a matter and I am looking for that for so many years. Muwarriq Ali Ajli, one of the pious person, a great scholar as well, he said there is a matter I am looking for it for so many years, but I am still not able to do it. But I am never going to leave my searching, my looking for it. I am still going to make effort. People ask him what you are looking for. He said to stop from those matters which are not my concern. To make myself like that, not in touch those things, you know, that, you know, that I'm looking for such a long time. No doubt, really, this is one of the important pillars of Islam. That people should, you know, always think, really, what is important for me in my life? What should I do? Seeking the knowledge, the ibadah. Other people's concern, don't make your concern. Make your concern what is going to benefit you in this world or in the day after. Any other question, any other things which is going to waste your time, not like for example, very often people talk about the weather and this and that. Always think really that many of these questions, how they're going to benefit you in this world and the thereafter. Maybe I'll stop it here, inshallah. And if you have any questions, please ask. You know, the obedience of the parent, actually, the word used for that in Arabic language, you know, is al-bir. Bir means obedience of the parent with the love and loyalty. Yani when you obey them, you must love them. For example, sometime in life, you know, your, your parent can ask you to bring a glass of water and you are asleep in the middle of the night. You do, do it, but you are annoyed. You don't like it. This is not the bir. Bir is whenever they command you, do it with full heart, with love and loyalty, full affection. That is the command of the Prophet. People must have bir for the parent. Yani they must obey them, listen to them with full loyalty and full obedience, full, full, full love with them. You know, even if they command you to do shirk, even then you must love them and obey them, but not in that matter. When they command you to do shirk, don't listen to them, that matter, but nicely. You know, leave that nicely. Like, you know, you can see the story of Ibrahim al Islam, how nice he is for his parent. Even actually, he makes dua for them. Similarly, if you ask them to do prayer, if they don't listen to you, ask you, don't say again, don't say again. But do nicely, make prayer for them in the night. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive my parent, make them, guide them. You cry for them, weep for them. One day they will listen to you, but never, never be annoyed. This is one of the great obligations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that people must obey their parent, must love them, and must have full loyalty for them. Whatever they do. Whatever sin they have done, it doesn't matter. You still must be loyal to them.
You know, it is not easy, but anyway, I'll do it quickly. The thing is, when people of the Hadith say Hadith Sahih, mostly the meaning understood by the people is, you know, five conditions. Whenever they say Hadith Sahih, they mean five conditions. The first thing is, Ittisal. Ittisal means that, you know, it should be connected to the Prophet and no single link should be missing. So, for example, when Bukhari narrates a Hadith from Bukhari to the Prophet every single person must mission. Mention. He must narrate from his teacher and the teacher from his teacher and going back. So first condition of every Sahih Hadith is Ittisal. It must be connected. Second condition is that everybody who is mentioned in the chain of narration, they must be Adil. Adil means they must be true, they must be honest and they must follow Islam properly. And they must be doing prayer, they must do the fasting, they must do zakat. So for example, if somebody does not pray, he is not Adil. Somebody does not pay zakat, he is not an Adil. So second condition is everybody who is mentioned in the chain of narration, they must be Adil. And the third condition is that, you know, beside being Adil, they also must be Dabit. Dabit means Dabit. Dad, Alif, Ba, Ta. Dabit. Dabit means that that person must learn his Hadith either by heart or in writing. He should preserve Hadith either in, in the memory or in the writing. If somebody forgets the hadith or somebody does not have the book, then he is not David. So for a person to be David is one of the two conditions. Either he has memorized the hadith properly, he knows by heart the day he learned and until the time he teaches. If he does not have good memory, at least he must have written down his hadith so he can narrate the hadith from his writings. So third condition is that he must be David. Fourth condition is that the hadith should not have any major problem for which people of the hadith can criticize, like, you know, this problem is coming. Sometimes you think, oh, everybody is fine. But actually the problem is, this hadith does not belong to that chain of narration. There are other chain of narration for that hadith, and somebody, my mistake, has connected here. So that we call actually purity of the hadith, of free, hadith, uh, hadith must be free from illah. Illah means any major problem, hidden problem, problem which is hidden for the people. And also the fifth condition is, hadith should not be shad. Shad means that if a student narrates a hadith from his teacher, but other students of the same teacher, they oppose him. And they are more reliable, or they are more than him in number. For example, a hadith narrated by, you know, by, by Malik from Zuhri. And then other students of Zuhri, like Ibn Ayayna, Ma'amar, these two people are more than them, they differ from Malik. Then hadith of Malik will be Shad. So there are five conditions when they are found properly, the hadith becomes Sahih. Ittisal, Every narrator is Adil, every one is Dabit, and then Hadith is not Mu'allal, and it is not Shad. So this is basically what Imam Bukhari and Muslim follow. Sometimes what happens is a narrator narrates Hadith like Tabi'i, he narrates Hadith from the Prophet and he does not mention his above link, the companion or someone else. That Hadith is called Mursal. So Mursal mostly, according to Muhaddathin, is when a Tabi'i narrates a Hadith from the Prophet and does not mention his source. That is Mursal. If, connect, if a hadith is not connected somewhere else, it is called Munqati'a. If all the conditions are proper, properly they are Sahih. If some conditions are not proper, if the memory is not so strong, you know, it is little weakness, then hadith can become Hasan. If there are more weakness, it can be Da'if. You know, there are more characteristics. The thing is, it is not so easy. These definitions, they are not agreed upon. There are so many problems. But this is roughly what you have to learn. Hadith Sahih, five conditions, top category. If one of the conditions, it is a little bit weak, 
then it can be hasan. If there are more things missing, then hadith become da'if. And when da'if hadith is supported by other da'if hadith, it can become hasan li So, you know, that these categories. Is it clear? What is the best way of answering people who say, if Allah has already destined for people to be believers, disbelievers, then why does he punish disbelievers? You know, the thing basically is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, he knows what he's doing. We don't know, but he knows. I'm trying to understand this properly. Whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punishes people, he punishes with full justice. He's not unjust. He's not wrongdoer. He says in the Quran, nobody will be wronged any amount. The only problem is we don't understand it. But that's not, that's not a big thing anyway. Because we have been given with limited reasoning, limited mind. And for reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hidden it from us. To Allah is not wrongdoer, he is not unjust, he has full justice. So it could be that we don't understand his justice, but the day will come when we will understand his justice. You know the thing basically, so clear really. Look in your life and you ask people that you know, you know everything from Allah, then why do you earn money? For that, no, no, no excuse. Nobody said, oh, I, I follow my taqdeer. I follow my qadr. No, still people making effort. So people make their effort and they also know that everything done by Allah SWT. You know, look, I was created by Allah SWT. Did I want to be created? I was created without my permission. And I got my parent. Did I ask, did I ask Allah SWT to make so and so my parent? No, my parents are not chosen, chosen by me. I was born in India. Did I choose India to be my birthplace? I was born in a certain date. Did I choose that date for my birth? You know, look in everything in your, your life. When you move from one place to another place, nothing is chosen by you. Allah SWT does for you, but at the same time, you are responsible. And as I mentioned clearly, that this is something not beyond, you know, against understanding, not contradicting to the reasoning. It is beyond understanding, beyond our mind. And it is one of the tests for the believer. People must believe in that, and the day of judgment will come when we know, know the wisdom behind that. Especially that the Prophet minorities and gave them safety. You know, the thing basically is that it needs in a fuller discussion about, about this whole matter. But understand properly, Quran says both. The Quran says, فَمَنْ شَاءَ فَالْيُؤْمِنْ وَمَنْ شَاءَ فَالْيَكْفُرُ Those who want to believe, they should, be, they, will, they should believe. Those who want to be unbelievers, they can be unbelievers. And the Quran also says what? وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ you don't will unless Allah wills. So everybody will under the will of Allah SWT. When Allah wills, then people will. This thing is very complicated, very suffering. It's not easy. As I mentioned to you, so clearly, if you want to understand the Qadr properly and to solve the secret, you never can do. The only way to understand is that there is Qadr and at the same time we have free will and both are there and Allah knows best how to reconcile between both of them. We don't know. Allah SWT knows this is the, there is no other solution. And people who think they become another extreme. There are people in Islam who become Qadariya. Qadariya are the people who denied the Qadar. They said, no, destiny, we are creator of our, our will. And there are Jabariya, those who say, no, we don't have any will, we are forced. The truth is between both of them. There is a Qadar and there is also freedom. 
free of the will of the people. But how both go together, as I mentioned, it is something, it is secret, kept with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. People have no solution for that. I think if I made a mistake by saying this to you, that other this hadith from the which is about, I have been ordered to fight hmm. until they testify that there's none worth yeah, but it doesn't go because the thing is, this is Allah's command, and people have got freedom to choose Islam or Kufr. If they are not choosing Allah's command to fight those people, but the thing basically is that how much the will they have got. You know, as I mentioned, the same thing are coming again, again, again. The way is when the companions asked the Prophet if everything is written down by Allah Taala, then why should do anything? We should sit and whatever He has written will happen. He said, No, amalu you keep doing your actions and Allah will make easy for you the action that he has, create, he has created you for. So this actually basically, you know, the hadith of the Prophet So we have to do as Allah has commanded, Allah's messenger commanded, but at the same time we believe that everything written down by him, everything known by him in advance and everything done by him and created by him, uh, by him. And both basically are, you know, command of Allah in, in the Quran and also teachings of the Prophet in, in the Sunnah. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To help us create more content like this and more, please consider supporting us by donating whatever you can. Please visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and click the donate button. Jazakallahu khairan.